12, probably 10 years old. Um, I just never had this happen. Let's see. I'm still not there. I don't know. Let me try the mute go and then him off again. That didn't do it. The sun is coming in behind me, so that's not it. It's not the camera. This is so intriguing. I'm not sure what it. Well, I wonder if we can. Um, I mean, you think it has anything to do with I went in it through a safari where normally I'm in Chrome to go through it? Maybe. Would that have anything to do with it? Does anybody know? Because he knows how to answer all of these questions. But, um, in our yoga class this morning, in our yoga class this morning, she had to keep closing it out and reopening. And a couple of people had to do it several times before they could get their Zoom like to work. Leave here and come back in again? Yeah, try to leave and come back and see if that okay, helps. Again. Let me see. Leave meeting right there. That's all I know what to do. That's work this morning. <laughs> well, then let's all give gratitude that we see me in a minute. Let's make this happen. Thanks for the pointer, Erica. I feel like there's all these nuances for Zoom and the different platforms that we're having to figure out. Haley, you were saying, were you, was it you that was talking about the breakout rooms, how cool that is yesterday? I've never used the breakout rooms, but it might be neat on one of these calls at some point to experiment with the breakout mm -hmm. rooms so that we can have maybe some like personal conversations about the topics too. I don't know if you guys are into that. Um, so I'm recording this right now. Um, and cause Kathy and I talked about recording her portion and then, you know, we're sharing, we can, um, stop the recording. Um, just so if anybody's uncomfortable with not, just not wanting to share like personal information, um, I think there's a lot of people who just can't make these calls that are still really interested in the information that the facilitators are sharing. Um, and we'd like to figure out a way to make that a little bit more accessible for people. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah. And if it's not like, please don't hesitate to tell us like, it's okay. We want, we definitely want to honor the, space that we're creating here as being like safe and confidential and um that you know we don't want to do anything that prevents people from feeling hi Alyssa. good to see you sorry i missed the question oh that's okay we were just talking about recording we're waiting for kathy she was on and um we were having problems. She's having problems getting her video feed up for some reason. So she's going to try with a different browser to see if it works. Um, we can definitely hear Kathy, which is great. Um, but, and she can see us when she's on. We just can't see her for some reason. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Hi everyone. Um, I don't know what else to do. I'm not the greatest computer wizard. Um, hmm. Yeah, this is all I know to do. Um, well, I think it's okay if we just go ahead with the audio. If you're comfortable with that, Kathy. Uh, yeah. 
I, I am if you all are. Yeah. And um, so since it looks like we've got a nice little group, I think we can go ahead and get started. And um, Kathy, I've met through a musical friend of mine. Her husband is um, Peter Chandler, who probably, if you've been around for any amount of time, you've heard one of his bands playing either Tram Jam. And um, Kathy is the wonderful spirit by his side who um, has such an interesting story. I'll let you, if you want to tell that, I'll let you tell it, Kathy, and has navigated her own, um, you know, personal crises and, and um, learned so much about her own abilities through that process. And I'm so excited for her to share with us what she discovered about herself and how we can use these times to discover um, the you know, the, the strength and the energy within ourselves that are going to, um, walk us through these times and make us strong. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, just a short little thing about me. Um, oh, boogers. Now, where are you? <laughs> the whole page left me. Are you there? We can hear you. Okay. Oh, computer. All right. Daddy, I need your help. Get down here and fix this computer. You know about him. I mean, so seriously, I do mean right now. So uh, you get to be bossy when they're there and you're here. I love it. So, so uh, I have always been um, an intuitive. We all are. We're all born that way. Most lose it around the age of four because we need to connect to the earthly stuff and become earthly. And, and for me, it didn't happen. I needed it in my childhood. So, um, I didn't really start developing it till probably my 30s because I just didn't know what it was. I thought I was a witch or something. I didn't. I know something that would happen. It scared the heck out of me. I was raised really religious, so I didn't have anybody to talk to because I didn't want the devil beat out of me. So um, anyway, I had a car wreck that I uh, left in for two minutes and 38 seconds, although it seemed like a couple of weeks, and had an amazing experience and saw what I was supposed to do and realized I hadn't done anything I was supposed to do, so I got a second chance. And um, so I spend my life serving others and trying to remind everybody else what to do, how for all of us to do what I do, for all of us, for all of us to become more enlightened. And all of you, the children, you've got the most enlightened beings that have been on this planet in the longest, longest time. And they're the most interesting, the funnest, sometimes the most frustrating beings. They're very strong-willed and they need to be. Yahoo, they're strong-willed. They need to be. You probably were too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That mother's curse. Um, it's a very divine time for them. It's a very interesting time. You know, they were supposed to come to a pure planet and we are still behind time that um, they didn't get that. So the best we can do is keep their environment pure, their food pure, their thoughts, keep them away from all this news and that. We want to be honest with them, but we don't want to get into all the gory details around them and that, you know, many of these kids film and take right now, many of these kids nowadays record while they sleep. So if they're in a room where you're talking and they're asleep, they're still recording everything you said. They're still have, they're able to be in awareness and to be in a state of rest at the same time. You know, we all are, but they remember how. So, um, in the days that we're in right now, navigating through this energy, which is a intensely, but oh, one more thing I want to say about your kids. Gosh, I wish you could see me. I talk so much with my hands. Uh, is 
I would really advise every one of you get a journal. And those funny things they say or those weird things they say or maybe even those frustrating things they say, write them down. Don't, don't, um, don't, don't think about it later. Have that book there and write it down. Don't try to focus on it or figure it out. You'll go back later and crack up. For me, I think there should be a whole library coming up of what Jack said or the things my kids said or because there, some of those things are going to be later. You're going to go, oh, my God, you know, that wasn't fantasy or their veil isn't there yet. They're just not going to tell us as much because they don't want to be told like all of us where it was our imagination. The more you can talk to your kids about spirits or angels or whatever you believe in, like you believe, and then allow them to have a conversation with you. Um, it's interesting. I was with a client and their son didn't speak. He was three years old and she had all this guilt because the medical doctor said there was nothing wrong. It was her fault as a parent. That's a horrible thing to do. Well, the minute she left the room to go to the bathroom, which I just love how spirit works. She just had to go to the bathroom and leave her son alone with me. He looks at me and goes, I want a hamburger. The very first words out of his mouth is a sentence. I want a hamburger. I'm like, oh my, well, he knew that I could read his mind. He didn't say it out loud. He said it first in his mind. Then he said it out loud. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. The mother comes in and I thought, oh, how devastating. I'm the first person he spoke to and I'm a stranger. But I told her because it was my responsibility. And I said, what he wants you to do is communicate with him telepathically in order for him to speak to you. So we did a couple of exercises. They went really well. She was crying. He looks at her and says, I'm hungry. We all are bawling our eyes out at this point. There really are teachers in this. In this. They're really um, millennials. They're soldiers. We've all come with something to do. So here's the things that are happening because we're all getting kind of hit. And I find it interesting or not really, I guess, at this point in life that we're all at home. I don't, my children are grown. I'd give anything to be stuck at home with a baby right now. Give me a baby. Uh, let me have your babies. I'll take care of them. But it's, um, it's an interesting time for them too. You got to realize they're stressed out too. Their, their routine isn't the same unless they've been homeschooled and home a lot, but they do need to converse with each other and see each other. So all this video stuff we're doing, it's all great. I just don't want us to rely on computers forever because everything a computer does, your brain does. They were designed after the brain. They just didn't realize, or maybe they did realize that they were designing it after the brain. So these kids nowadays have come with a, a total mission and they've got a lot to teach us, but we need to, our main is keep their energy protected, joyful in the home and more, raised energy in the home so one of the tools i offer and use a lot because we're beings of frequency that's why we're being hit so hard and that's why i want to talk about the virus because it's attracted to frequency so if you were resonating at 444 which is a perfect one for a human body but rarely are we then everything's absolutely perfect if you break your left arm let's say that energy is resonating about at 45, not really communicating with the brain. The best way of healing things is energetically. That's why acupuncture, essential oils, even touching the body, energy work. There's, there's, there's so many things, certain types of laser devices, uh, healing sound bowls. There's so many things that work on the body that we don't get are as physical as they are emotional and mental for us because they all are attached. And we're in a time right now where the earth's energy is changing rapidly. And 
and our human bodies, the way they're created right now, were created to be with the human residents of the earth. It's always been around six, maybe go up to eight sometimes, which we were thinking, woo. And I follow the Italian one now because uh, the only one that's ever done it besides them is the Russians. The Italians got involved a while back, but they've got a really advanced system. This morning it was 88. It's been at like 64. When that changes, so does gravity, so do we. We're supposed to be in balance with Earth. So what it's really meaning is we're at the time where we we're supposed to be clean. The Earth is cleansing herself. The way to get through this comfortably is to keep your energy as high as you can. Anything that you can use, whatever, there is no right or wrong. Whatever works for you, we're all different. My sister always says chocolate works for her. Yeah. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it would for me too if I let it. But you know, there's so many, maybe it's just sit and have a cup of tea with a candle burning for today. It's for me, I, I, I not with, within an hour of getting up, I have essential oils on me. That's, that's my passion. I, I love them so much. I just, I, you know, I could just be dipped in all these vats and hung out to dry for the day. I'd be happy, but it's, it's knocking us off a bit because we're not as high a frequency as, as maybe we should have been. And the earth right now with her trying to change, there's a lot of really intense negative energy, humans that are rioting, humans still starving, war still going on. You don't hear about any of those things, but that energy affects mother earth like it would you. If you had people in your living room arguing, you know, it would affect your energy. It would drain you after a little bit. So we have to be the light. We have to be the light in this storm. We know what's going on. We're all trying to advance. You wouldn't be on this call if you weren't. You have children that are highly advanced. You know, how do we make this world right for them? How do we raise them in this kind of world? The first thing I always say, never ask them what they're going to be. Ask them how many things they're going to be. You know, because that's who they really are. You know, we were given like choices. When I was growing up, you're supposed to get married, have kids and have a family. Oh, thank God I'm rebellious. <laughs> that's all I have to say you know uh, I did one out of home right away but so in this frequency whatever it is that you use stones I love stones too I've always got I'm always carrying some different stone or have some kind of stone on me of some sort but as you watch the frequency and you change the things with the earth changing can make you dizzy nauseous that's what I felt tiny little waves tiny little waves every now and then of nausea it can make you highly tired, highly emotional, foggy brained. It can make you, um, it can actually make all your muscles and bones ache, like, like your joints ache in that. It can give you headaches. That's so sad. It can give you headaches, digestive issues. It can pretty much slam about everything in you. A lot of people feel anxiety. So here's what I'd like to suggest that anybody that feels anxiety or anybody that knows anybody that feels anxiety, if you think about excitement, and you think about anxiety. They really have the same energy. They're different when we give them a different belief system. So when you're feeling anxious, I want you to feel excited about your transition, excited about your stepping into a new energy. It tricks your brain. And your brain goes, oh, uh, oh, oh, we're excited, not anxious. Oh, yes. You, you can trick your brain. We do all the time. We trick our brain into thinking we need to go to the fridge and eat something, or then we, you know, when we really don't. So, so try that on for size and see how it feels. It's really, um, it's a powerful tool, they're saying. In this time, we're going to find ourselves frustrated. You're human, so be frustrated. Just go in a corner and be frustrated. Lock yourself in the bathroom. And I like to go outside. 
Another thing I like to do to stay grounded, because it's really hard to be grounded right now. I don't know if any of you have realized that. Have any of you felt a little off or not grounded or? Yeah, it's, um, I'm able to do this because I live in the woods and maybe some of you do. I urinate outside every day. <laughs> it's a golden rod from your root chakra to Mother Earth. Maybe that's why men are too grounded, you know? They're always peeing outside. They're like too, you can be too grounded, you know? So I think that's what, quit peeing outside. We, no, we're going out. You go to the bathroom, you know? It's, uh, I, I was raised peeing outside because the thing I remember the most is what my grandma used to say. It cracks me up. Like you don't have toilet paper when you're hiking or stuff. My grandmother always say, shake the dew off the lily before you stand up and pull up your pants. So every time to this day I, I urinate, I shake the dew off the lily. I don't know how it became a lily, but I love it. So <laughs> grannies are cute. So right now is the time to find all the joy you can. You know, a couple of years ago I was told, and they were telling people in readings that we were leaving the illusion of time. And as a human, I couldn't figure out that was going to happen because the entire world is based on time. Actually, everything that really affects us in a negative way, the two things that do the most are two things that are totally illusions and we created them and those are called time and money. They're not real. We, we made them up. You know, so I thought, well, how are we going to leave the illusion of time when the whole world does it? I couldn't comprehend it. Well, here we are. Here we are. I actually thought this meeting started at one today and I was in a total panic that I, you all were sitting there and you couldn't find, oh, now you can't see me. Mm -hmm. See what I did? I'm so sorry. Uh, so uh, it's, uh, I thought, well, thank God. I'm, the only thing that's kept me from not knowing what day it is all the time is I, I really work at keeping a little bit of a routine. Like every morning, there are just certain things that I do no matter what. And so one of them is I'll look at the calendar and out loud say the day. And then I let it go. So at least I put it in there somewhere and I just got to find it when I'm trying to figure it out. But it's really been a, um, an interesting time for us to see the light. More people are volunteering, more are helping each other. We got to continue that when we go back to, and you know, there is no going back to normal. That's so silly. Normal wasn't working for us. That's why this is happening. There is no normal. We're making a new normal. So let's get creative because 2020 is a year of duality. And where you come from, literally, this is all you are, literally, no other belief system or emotion. You're a perfect, non-judgmental, unconditionally loving being. You enter this earth that way too. Then you are trained by those that dwell here about anger and anxiety and, and blaming others and mad and sad. And you're not born with those things. You might be born feeling physical things, depending on what you came to experience, but um, they're learned things that were changing. So 2020 being duality, and we only come from perfect love. That's all you are, non-judgmental, unconditional, perfect being. So being perfect here is silly because earth is college. Why go to college to learn what you are? So that's a good one to let go of, out the door with that one. Oh, wow. The guides are all talking. So let me catch up with them here. Whew. <laughs> One at a time would be most, most beneficial for me. I am grateful. Right. So we get a chance to hit a reset button. 2020 being duality means that we're going to see we're not in duality here. There's love and the opposite. There's yin and yang, whatever you want to call it, hate and whatever. You know, I try not to get into like evil and those words. I, yeah, I stay away from that. But um, 
this is a year that everyone's going to see the truth about everything, about the government, about ourselves, about our neighbor, about the world. And we're all going to be shocked at some of the things we're going to find out, all of us. But it's a world, it's a chance to, to find it out, take care of it, hopefully, and move forward in a new direction. It's, it's, and that's why on every date that is a duality, like 3-3-2020 or 2-2020-2020, 2-2020, those are huge days. The next one would be today. Oh my gosh, it's almost May. What a trip. So 5-5-2020, 5-25-20. If you'll notice in those particular days, your energy is so high and things that you give thought to start happening rather rapidly. It's a great day to test out your um, ability to manifest because all of you are capable of it. The difference is here, wherever, at home, anything you give thought to with intent happens, boom, happens. It happens here also, but we have amnesia and there's a whole lot at home. We only have awareness of beautiful, wonderful things to give thought to. Here, it's a whole different ballgame. So when we have a bad day and we want to blame everyone else, you gave thought to it your guide, which is on your left side. Everybody has one, it's on your left side. Y'all have eight, five behind you, and then two angels on your left. Everybody has them, except for your kids. They have a ninth one. And I think I should have that, but oh well. They have, it's a revolving chair for the Ascended Masters. That's why I love being around kids, because then I get to see the Ascended Masters with them. I, that's why people are always like, why are you in playing with our kids instead of in here with us? Really? <laughs> really? Because they're more fun to begin with. And I didn't get to be a kid when I was a kid. I had to raise my brothers and sisters, so now I get to. So, yeah, just let me go play dolls or whatever. I'm still learning how to do things with boys. Oh, my God. Having girls, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, as teenagers, I thought, oh, man, I'd trade them for boys any day. You can give a girl a doll and she's satisfied for an hour. Boys are like, let's get on the couch, off the couch, put the pillows on and put them off. Let's go upstairs. Let's come down. It's like, oh, my God, where's the off or slow button? They are, if any of you have boys, is that true with all of them? Yeah. Holy bananas. God bless every one of you. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Holy. Yeah, but when they're teenagers, I bet. I bet those with girls wish they were boys. <laughs> That's all I know. So in this duality, it's reset button. Honest to God, this is a time that spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and it can be physically if you, if you start to believe, take an eraser to your past. So if any of you in the last even year, but six months have done the would have, could have, should have, where would my life be if I did this? We should have bought that. You're just reviewing it. Don't get stuck in any of those emotions because it's never going to be again. It's being erased. You get to create you always have but you get a awareness now what do you want for the next 34 years because that's the next reset button so i was trying to write down all these things that my guide says to me because she's kind of funny she goes you're going to put that much work into it and i thought well of course i am she goes you could make it easy so i'm like how after two days of doing this she tells me this she goes just write that you're so happy and joyful that you're joyful and healthy. We know what makes you joyful. That means everybody you love, your kids. And, and because when I give thought to specific things, there's always a negative to it because I'm feeling I need it. So the need is in there. And if I'm feeling need, they're going to let me need. You know, somebody said to me, why does God let people starve? God, We told our creators to stay out of this, that we wanted to do this on our own. I don't know what we were sipping on, but we could all use it right now. <laughs> you know, it's like, really? We said that? You know? And it's, um, but they're there to help us. Your guide that's on your left side at all times is, is your GPS system. It's your manifestor. Every thought you have, your guide completes. If Jack over here with this horrible virus sneezes and I think to myself, oh, great, I'm going to catch it. My guide goes, oh, she'd like to have it. I'll have her wake up with it in the morning. 
They don't get don't or not. They just get the statement. But they're also literal. So if you're wanting something, you go, I want. They're not going to give it to you because you're manifesting to want. All you do is say thank you. You know, UPS just sent it. God's Amazon is on its way, whatever it is. So the new one they've given me to help us all through this because your daily needs, your moment needs change. Sometimes you just need everybody to be quiet and take a deep breath. But even try this on. Start saying it. It changes the frequency in your body. So let's all try it. All my needs are met. All my needs are met. The more you say it, the more you're feeling, the more it feels real. Within 24 hours of saying this, two things I've been doing a lot of talking about, but hadn't really moved forward on, happened. And I'm like, oh my God, this is working. I, I did some podcasts and Lindsay Dyer did them with me. Yay, how lucky me. She put them on the Jackson Hole Mountain Resort site. Within two hours, 25,000 people saw them. I told my husband, well, I guess you, your friends know what I do now. <laughs> All your ski bum friends know exactly what I do. So it's, uh, I thought, wow, this is amazing. And the more I say it, the better I feel. I haven't been concerned or worried. And that's what I want to get to on this virus. It's a molecule. It's attracted to energy. The reason it attacks people that have preconditions are the poor people, black people, Hispanic is because their frequency is lower because most of them or others that live in poverty or that are forgotten about or not treated with respect and love as every human should be have a little lower frequency and it's attracted to low frequency it's an oily substance that's why it's on everything it's funny that it took 2020 to get us all to be clean and learn how to wash our hands I'm just like wow you know, uh, we're going to teach you today how to wash your hands. Of course, the thumb part was, it. I thought, you know, I don't think I scrubbed my thumbs. So now I've learned how to scrub my thumbs. But it's, um, so the best way to really avoid it is not to get wrapped up in the fear that is everywhere. You can't listen to anything without that word being said. Not anywhere or anything. At the same time, you need to be accountable and responsible and educated, but not all day long hammered at you with fear, you know. And, you know, the facts about this change on a daily basis because this is brand new. It's young. And like all of us, it wants to survive. So it's ever changing. You know, it started with the elderly. Now it's hitting young people and deadly. Now they're finding out that it attacks all your organs and you're going to have all these problems after it's gone. But just for a little hope, I get this magazine, Scientific American. I love this magazine. I'm all about the brain and I guess I'm a little bit science-like, or maybe a lot. But in it, there's a guy that he's been working on it for a while, but uh, in July of this year, June of this year, of, of 2019, they've been studying uh, your genes and your DNA and your RNA and realized that if they removed a certain amino acid that would be okay to remove from your body, it's the one that all viruses attach to to come in your body, that your body would be 100% virus resistant. We're so close, guys. There's people fighting it because they're saying, well, you know, this is the beginning of uh, creating humans. That's not what these guys are about at all. They don't want to create the perfect human. They want to remove. And I can see where people say, and then what next and what next. But to be virus free, for everything to be virus free, I mean, I'm just listening and watching. But I love watching the synchronicity of timing, how things happen for good and bad. You know, the bad. I would say right about the time that this was going to be distributed through the world through pork, which China is the biggest pork distributor in the world, Trump decided to not put the origin of our food on our meat anymore. 
to me, and I, I look at the bright side of everything. To me, it means we're all going to get back to being like we used to. You go to Farmer Joe to get your cows. You go to Farmer Sue to get your eggs. That we get back to get rid of the middleman, and we all start raising things and being tribal. You're tribal beings. That's why I love this group. You know, the mom is your your tribal. Y'all have stuff in common. You're sharing your every group that gets together like you and does things to be enlightened. You're adding energy to the earth. You're adding energy to the to the wholeness. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. My favorite song. I had to sing it growing up in church. I didn't get it at all. I just liked it because there was hand motions to it. And nowadays I'm like, oh my God, this is my theme song. Little did I know, but I always sang it with joy. In fact, um, I requested it at the end. And as we were leaving, we sang that song at my mom's memorial. And it was so it was also sad because I did the sad church stuff. Then we did that. And I just left there with a smile and a bounce in my heart because I knew my mom was just smiling down going, at least we got something for church. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, but it's such a beautiful song. I think all kids should know it. I don't, we can take out any religion. There's so many versions of it. But um, the version, there's one version with the devil in it. You know, leave that stuff out. You can add your own words, but it's it's another thing that I thought was the most amazing thing with timing when the world needed it. This Frozen comes out. The song, Let It Go. Every kid in the world is singing that song. Think about what they're saying. My friend said, I'm so sick of hearing her say that. And I said, don't you ever say that to me again. Your child is helping heal the earth. Let it. I looked at her and I says, I said to her, name's Mary. I said, well, Mary, just let it go. <laughs> she didn't like that. But, <clears throat> you know, let it go. And then at the end, they say something like, I don't mind cold anyway. You know, I thought, oh, my God. I always wondered if the guy that wrote that really knew that he was being guided by a higher force or if he just wrote it. Because I haven't heard the new Frozen 2 song, if it's a great positive one like that, too. But encourage him to sing it. Sing it with him. Is it? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I got to learn it then. I got to watch it so my goddaughter, I can keep up with her. Which is Rosalie. My goddaughter is David Bundy and Rachel Bundy's daughter, which they, got, they met, got married, and had her so I could have her in my life. That was very kind of them. I could never talk them into a second one, but I tried really hard. <laughs> I tried guilt trips and everything. So anything you can do to keep your energy high, music. But another thing I use a lot, if it, you got a tummy ache, the little one has a headache, healing sound frequencies, three separate words. You Google them, healing sound frequencies. Then whatever you want, earache, higher consciousness. I always do DNA clearing because that's what we need to do right now. Anything like that. You Google it, and then there'll be all these YouTubes. You pick one. You don't have to stare at the screen, but it has to be the only audio coming in. You can't be listening to stuff. Yes. There's an app, just to, I, I don't want to forget, uh -huh. um, Sound Heal. I know it's on Android. I don't know if it's on iPhone, but it's called Sound Heal, and it has, I literally use it every day, multiple times a day. Um, it's kind of, my phone is really low on battery, but here, I'll try to, uh, and you can see like, it has oh. and it tells you, you know what it's for and you can I, set I love it. I love it. Yeah. But, so that's perfect. Then you got it on your phone if you need it out and about and you can, that's perfect. you can play music over it. So it's kind of underlying, you know, or whatever. And like in the morning, oh. I put it on with the kids and I were doing, you know, breakfast with a little bit of like kind of calm music. And I have perfect noticed a difference. So yeah, if that, that helps. 
Perfect. Thank you. I love that. I'm going to look that up myself. Another thing Spirit's always told me, I always did this for my daughter. Um, I never started the morning with any of our problems before school. That would be in the afternoon or something. It would just be happy because I knew how you started with that's how you manifested the rest of your day by your thoughts. And I always lit a candle. And in those days, we didn't have healing sound frequencies that I was aware of. So I always played a little classical in the background. I'm not really a huge classical girl, but I love it early in the morning if you're driving. And I love it when you eat in the background. And um, I used to always make pancakes. And my daughter has a few tattoos, and I'm not for them or against them, but I'm not, you know, a few is enough but <laughs> for me. But anyway, she had once across her fingers, and she goes, Mom, I've got a tattoo I think you will like, because she has a couple others. And in my mind, I'm going, yeah, right. And so she holds her hands out, and I can't show you, but if you were holding your hands out with them closed like a fist and across the, right under the, the top knuckle, she had a word on there, and I'm like, what is that? And she goes, it says pancakes. And I go, and why did you put that on your hands? You know, I'm just like, and I'm, I'm going to like this? And she goes, well, Mom, no matter what, every single morning, you always got up early to make pancakes for me, all different kinds every morning, and I've never forgotten it, and it really meant a lot, I'm going to cry, it really meant a lot to me, and now I make pancakes for all my friends, and I went, that is the prettiest tattoo I've ever seen, <laughs> and I was like, wow, you never know what little things really affect your kids until they grow up, I, I never in a million years, I just always knew my life as a child, your mornings were it was so chaotic. There were it was just chaotic, and so I wanted my girls to always have peaceful mornings, you know. So um, I advise that for everybody though to start your mornings peaceful, and all your needs are met. The other thing they're saying that we all need right now because of this transformation with the energy raising and going up and down a little bit, because it's one of the things that affect us emotionally is color. That's why. You know, the minute I saw your room with the pink guitar, that bright yellow chair, the turquoise walls, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, yum. I'm going to paint my wall that color, though. I am going to, I'm doing that in the bedroom. I like that a lot. <laughs> so then I'm going to put a yellow chair in there. So <laughs> I'm going to copycat. So it's, uh, right, it's really a time of, of color, sound, smell, Anything, all of these senses are part of your sensory that raises frequencies or lowers them. Like if you smell a bad smell, it kind of kind of lowers your energy a little bit, you know, like a skunk. Or you smell a perfume or cologne or, or something that you like, it kind of raises it up. Maybe a few endorphins start running around your body. And, you know, all these things, kids are affected by the same things as us, except for they're affected more. They're more sensitive. They haven't got all the garbage in their brain that we do yet. But it's um. Right, so I'm getting so many messages. All right, guys, back to the virus for a minute. Anything you can do to keep your frequency high and not fear it, but at the same time, you know, I feel we should wear masks in public. My guides told me to do that in January, so I started. It really is airborne. They just don't want to panic everybody, so they decide what they feel we can handle or not handle and tell us. So to me, the best policy is assume it all. <laughs> you know, don't touch. It's really a different world. I'm a hugger. You know, I'm a hugger. And uh, so, wow, I didn't realize how much I love to hug until I couldn't. You know, my cats and husband are kind of like, whoa. <laughs> my cats are like, we're not dogs. We don't hug all the time. Yeah. So it's been hard without my little dogs. But um, it's also a time for education, they're saying, because we're rewriting our, our, our future. We're re rewriting it in a sense. Anything you ever wanted to do or know, it's a perfect time. So many courses are free. So many things. Maybe you always thought, 
I want to find out about this energy thing. So many people are putting information out there. They want to share it. We're all bored. We want to, we want to share our gifts, whatever they are. So it's a perfect time to, to make time for yourself, to give yourself permission to do those things that are best for you. The other thing that uh, they really say to me is, you know, self-care is hugely important. And as mothers, especially of young ones, that's a word that gets put at the very back of the list. But you're teaching your kids at home. They need to learn self-care too. So y'all do self-care together. This is how we all lotion our face up or this is how we all stretch in the morning. Or it's, you know, I don't think any of us women were taught self-care. Maybe we're, I don't remember being taught that really. I don't remember my mom taking time to do self-care with us. And so maybe I didn't self-care is good in my life or I've had to work harder at doing I have a girlfriend that's the best in the world at self-care and I just I admire that so much in her somebody told me how selfish she was I went whoa 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 some things that we call selfish spirit realm calls it self-aware and self-nourishing so think about that selfish is to keep us from doing the things I mean you know we've created selfish acts but really it's self-aware and self-nourishing and you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your kids. I love the commercial, you know, the commercial of you're on the airplane and the air masks fall down. What do they tell you to do guys? Put it on you first so that you can help them. So you owe it to your children and your loved ones to put you at the top of the list in self-care and it's not easy. And if you feel guilty or bad, contact each other. Let's all cheer each other on. You're always welcome to contact me. I love being a cheerleader as a grown-up. <laughs> you know, so it's really, um, and also one of the things I recommend, I'm not really into all the computer stuff, but right now I see where it's valuable. Kids are lonely for their friends too. So if you're self-isolating that, I've seen people on the Zoom like we're doing here, get all the kids together. My girlfriend did it with her kids and did a um, treasure hunt. So she just made a list of things you'd find in your house and was keeping score of who came back first with the potato pillar or who came back first with the hot wheel or, and the kids had the best time. They wanted to know if they could do it again tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. That didn't quite happen, but I thought, oh, look how creative we're getting. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Like grownups are doing dance parties and drinking parties and stuff. So I thought, well, that's, you know, that's something fun for the kids to do as well. So anything that you can come up with, it's creative time. Those energies are flowing. But also that earth, you know, there's going to be days where you'll go, what's wrong with me? I'm so tired. It's, it's the frequency of the earth. Just look it up. And the, you have to honor yourself. If your body's really tired, maybe it's a day that the kids lay around and read some books or something. And we rest a little bit. Because if you are, they might be too. Although some people, there's some people that get really jazzed up in this energy. Like really jazzed up. And some can't sleep. Some want to sleep too much. So it's all a little bit different. But the one thing that we'd like to say to you, um, when I searched in the title that, what does the rest of it say? Came up with the APP was healing frequencies for the mind. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Our minds could all use that right now. Anyway, mine certainly could. I, I mean, all day long, I'm constantly using things because all day long, there's a little bit different frequency here and there and things change a little bit here and there. So it's, um, yeah, it's really important one of the things i'd like to share with you though and let's does anybody have any questions up to this point or anything i'd like to share because you've all got great stuff yourself um no? I, I do have a i do have i have actually like a lot of questions but i'll try to <laughs> no fine i just want to say too um 
my, every morning, my daughter usually wakes up first and she's been asking me to sing to her in the mornings. And the song that has been coming every single morning is this little light of mine. I kid you not. No I'm, way. So crazy. I love it. <laughs> and I have not sung that in so long, but I love, I love that you were talking about music because like, um, Haley and I sing together at, you know, with the St. John's choir and stuff. And it has, um, right. and so like we were, um, rehearsing a song over, um, Facebook messenger the other day and just to sing with other people. So How cool is that? Yeah. I, I watched the video of all these stars doing it at once. I just like, Oh, my heart was singing. It was just, um, I think that's great. It works. And there's actually, I mean, there's like physiological, biological, um, like processes that with the, I think it's the ventral vagal nerve. Right. Yes. So it does, I mean, they, they have all of the science to, you know, back everything that you're talking about up. And I just love how like the science and the like spiritual stuff is all converging right now. Um, I want to say real quick on that. I know a lady that went to Arizona and it's all, she can't ever say what they did because, you know, then everybody go try to do it. But there's coaches in, she healed cancer by toning, by going to Arizona and spending three weeks with this woman and doing different sounds and different, I don't really know every, a lot about it. Cause like I said, she had to sign a secrecy type thing, but her cancer has gone. Wow. So Yeah. And when I was in Turkey studying essential oils, it was so hard to remember everything, all those botanical names. So we sang them. And then the professor says, why do you Americans hum when you do tests? And I, we're singing these songs in our head to remember these words that I'm never going to use in my life. Yeah. So, but thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So go ahead. The, so I know you're talking about your passion for oils and, um, I was in the Christian tradition. You're recently talking about like during Holy week, the anointing, um, yeah. and how, um, it's this beautiful, like, uh, Mary Magdalene, like anointing Jesus. And I have been thinking a lot about that and I love oils. I don't know anything about it. I just know the ones that like, I, um, I love to smell and, um, have been, um, kind of like anointing myself. Um, awesome. and how like, that's such and it can be such a powerful ritual. I just wonder if you could maybe talk a little bit about that, maybe some oils like that. Yeah. Would um, with the self-care and the like anointing ourselves a little bit. Absolutely. I'd love to. And just so you know, uh, at, at, in Turkey, you know, there's, um, at the university of Ege, which is a university of agriculture, but you know, they have huge, that's where all the rose oil comes from. I used to wonder why it was so expensive till I saw that the size of my house and rose petals that you push down, push down, push down to fill it. And that makes one gallon of rose oil. But, um, I know, intense, huh? So frankincense, from the research they did, frankincense is what was anointed on Jesus's um, feet by Mary Magdalene, which I believe became his wife personally. But, uh, but also, um, that's the one that they would use that. And sometimes myrrh for the women when they did actual anointings within the church or within the sacred uh, societies. So um, I, I use Young Living Only. I'm very strict with that. So if I give you blends, I can try to help you figure out what that blend is in the world that you use. I'm not out to try to make anybody use what I use. If you love oils, that's all that matters to me. You have a passion for them. Frankincense is the number one oil for getting through this in my mind. It's an anti-inflammatory, but it raises your spirit. Young Living makes one called Three Wise Men that is off the chart powerful. And um, 
those I usually put a drop and you don't need a lot. More is not always better. It can change how it works. Like peppermint uplifts you, but if you use tons of it, it could actually put you to sleep. Same with lavender. Lavender calms you down, but too much can, you know, speed you up. So more is not better. If it's a good oil, a good source, you're going to fill it within seconds of putting it on your body because the oils work with your nerves. The oil goes in and the nerve goes, oh, I need this frequency in the liver and the big toe. And it immediately sends them off. There's a communication that happens there. So there's a wonderful one I love for the kids and I love for all of us right now called Peace and Calming. So whatever brands any of you might use, it probably has some word of calming or peace in it of some sort, you know, and that one is good. Uh, just a drop again, you know, like behind the ears, a little drop behind the ears. I rub it all the way around the back of my ears. And then I put a little drop on my wrist and rub them together because that's a good heart point to put it on. You know, if you're having a child that's having trouble sleeping, you can diffuse it in the room for four or five minutes. I like sometimes with kids, if they got something going on like bronchial or something, then I would, um, I would do the proper oils for that, but I would put their diffuser on a timer. So it was going off through the night as well. So they were breathing it off and on throughout the night, you know. Um, Joy is a wonderful one, but you know, I think right now because we're in a transformation, there is a Young Living Oil called Transformation. I love that one too. Lo oh my God, I love that. But if you wanted oils, let's say the simple oils, the simple oils, because those are all blends. Any citrus whatsoever is an antidepressant. Right now I'm into lime. Last week it was tangerine, but man, I'm liking the lime right now. You could even put a couple of, now I can only legally say this about Young Living. Once again, you do your thing. A couple of drops in some water, you know, freshen up your water or whatever. But it's just, it's a happy oil. I like to start my day with some kind of citrus. They make one called Citrus Fresh that has all of them in it. So I'm always, you know, one day lemon, but the last few days it's been lime. Those kind of things are a good, great way to start your day. Peppermint, if you're, you know, it's, it's get you out of the slugginess and that. I like to diffuse it. Or peppermint, you can put on your big toe. Your big toe is your head, your brain, pituitary, you know, in reflexology. Um, so you can put on your big toe. I like to put a drop on my tongue and then put the tongue at the roof of your mouth and inhale and exhale through your mouth. I do this for kids too. I have my daughter do it before testing because what it does is open up the pituitary and the pineal. So it gets all the hormones and everything flowing right. It gets that oxygen into the brain. I used to hold my tongue when I was in Turkey once again, getting through that course. I did ace it, hallelujah. Um, I would put down my tongue and the Young Living had one called brain power as well. And I would alternate and then hold my tongue under the roof of my mouth and breathe that way the whole time I studied. And then when I went back to do the testing, I did the exact same thing and it opened up a book in my brain for me to see what I needed because it was hard. <laughs> it was hard because the professor had a Turkish accent. And for the longest time, we didn't know what boog meant. What is a boog? Finally, we got the boog was a bug, which was a virus. But it took us a couple of days, all of us going, what's boog? What's boog? Nobody knew what boog was. But uh, so the best place to put essential oils, is I always like to do a tester on the skin, like on the wrist, to see if you have any reaction to it. And a lot of times, Dr. Young always said, if you have a reaction on the skin to it, that's because you're too acidic. So you need to get more alkaline because it's going to attack whatever's there. If it's right at the skin source, it's going to attack it. Sometimes you can have an allergy to the oil. So citrus and peppermint are two that I really use a lot right now. There is another blend called grounding. But one of the things that will ground you to is any of the conifers, pine, cedar, spruce, any of those. And if you think about it under the boughs of a tree, how you feel safe and secure, they... 
In fact, my husband wears pine all the time. We don't really wear perfumes and clones in our house, but he wears pine for his throat because he sings a lot. And sometimes he'll have three gigs in a day, you know? He goes from being rock and roll to jazz to being reggae or whatever, so he uses his voice differently. And he swears by it. He uses pine all the time on his throat, you know, just to keep it strong and his voice going. It's good for the lungs too. And it's a, it's a really friendly one with kids. With kids, spearmint is a child version of peppermint. So if I'm using, I, you know, it, peppermint's a little strong for kids. And a lot of oils for kids, I dilute them. I'll add a couple of drops of carrier, which I like coconut oil. Olive oil's okay, but you know, it doesn't absorb as fast. The other thing about essential oils is water does not wash them off. It drives them in. So if the oil's too hot, the only way to calm it down is with a carrier, put more put coconut oil right on that spot or, or once again, whatever oil you have. So a lot of times when I'm working with people with lung issues or virals, or I do it right now, you know, a couple times a week because I'm keeping everything strong, is I'll have them put the proper oils on their chest and get in and take a hot shower and let that water hit your chest. It'll drive it in. It will not wash it off. It'll drive it in. You know, it's a driver. If you're applying more than one oil, then make your last one always peppermint because peppermint's the driver. It'll drive everybody in. Also, oils absorb whatever's on your skin, so you don't want to put oils on top of makeup or dirty foot or something because it's going to drive those things in as well. Then you'll wonder why you got a pimple or whatever. So um, I, I like wearing oils. If you're unsure about them, then put them on your feet. You can even look up your reflex points, and if you're doing something with the liver, put it on that point on the foot. But um, And on kids, I usually do the feet. If your child has a fever and you want to break it, I don't ever break a fever under 100. I want to let the body do its thing. Depending on the age of the child, I might take it to 101. If it starts to move after that, I do something about it because it can go fast after that. But lemon. Lemon essential oil, two or three drops up the spine. I wish you could see my hands. And then your hand just goes back and forth up the spine and rub it in. If you're doing it for yourself or can't get to the spine, then, you know, your big toe, if you come down below that, that whole inner side of the foot going right down is your spine. You just rub it there. You can also do it up and down on the neck. You can add a couple of drops to water or just put a couple of drops in the mouth, get a lot of saliva and swallow it. Although with kids, you're probably better off. The only thing about putting oil in water is it ends up on your glass and not in your throat because the oil and water don't mix. So maybe a little bit in a little juice or something that they, what they whatever they drink. Um, to get it down. Uh, for viruses, the ultimate oils for that would be oregano, thyme. They're hot oils. You're definitely going to mix a carrier with those, and those should go on the feet, cover the whole foot. But yeah, they're a hot oil, but they're so amazing. Rosemary is another one, but rosemary is also amazing for getting the fog out of your brain. You can feel it happening as you sniff it. You get a smile on your face sniffing it. I always take a little dab on my finger and kind of dab at the end of my nose you know, kind of up inside my nose. So I'm inhaling it. It's just, now I want to go get some talking about it. It's an amazing oil. I've been so into the oils lately. I wish I, gosh, I wish I could see you all or you could see me. I've tried everything. I wonder what pin video means. Hide self view. Let me undo that. Oh, nope. That just gave me Haley. Hi, Haley. Now I have you in two places. Show self view, but I'm not being shown. I wonder if my camera broke. Well, no, because, oh, who knows? I'm not going to worry about it. So where was I? Oils, oils. Right. So I've been getting these bottles filled with different kinds of crystals and the roller on it is a crystal. And I've been doing um, 
specialty oils for people. And I've really dropped the price for this time. So I do a meditation on you. And it's amazing because I've been blending a lot of blends, which I've never done, but that's what I'm guided to do. And everybody says that they're wonderful. And I fill them up in these bottles that I've set through a full moon and a new, new moon, the stones. So they have that energy and uh, mixing up blends to uh, give people and just having fun. You can, you can have fun with oils. You can do different things. Um, one that kids really love. There's one that I love too. Once again, it's a young living one, and I don't know what it would be called in another brand, but there's a baby line, and now I forgot the name of it. It'll come to me in a minute. Holy bananas. Um, well, it's baby something. That's so silly that I would forget it. Gentle maybe. baby? What? Pardon me? Gentle baby? Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Gentle baby. That's a yummy one, huh? And it's a good one when you're pregnant to put on your tummy. Uh, you know, it also helps with stretch marks. Although, uh, yeah, gentle baby. I, that's, I like that for me, to be quite honest. It just has a lovely smell. So, you know, you can go with the more simple ones and they, they'll work just as well. I would always tell somebody to have one of the conifers in your house, pine, spruce, whatever. One of those um, cedar. That's a, I love the cedar one. Makes me think of my grandma's cedar chest. Um, we use Rocky Mountain oils. All right, great. Um, that's a good one. And I like this compare tool to determine this. Oh, good, all right. So there's a tool to, to um, compare blends in that. So thank you, Alyssa, thank you. Um, yeah, so have fun with it. I mean, oils, the minute you put them on, they work. There's, there's never a harmful side effect unless sometimes you get a rash and then that would be because you're too acidic or for whatever reason you have a little bit of an allergy reaction. The other thing I want to say about essential oils, let's say that I'm putting oregano on me every day and on the fifth day it just doesn't absorb as fast. Your body's telling you you're done with that oil. That the body's got a sufficient amount of that oil at this time. The faster an oil absorbs, especially it, uh, one that uh, doesn't have... Um, in uh, the carrier with it, then the more your body needs it. It's just sucking it up. Heather, yep. I, I order oils every month. I just, um, I'm addicted to them. They're my, they're my drug. <laughs> they're my drug. It's essential oils. I've just seen so many changes with them and in my own career with them, seen so many things happen and help bring a woman out of shock. Uh, I had three wise men on me, and that's the one I used because I remember in Turkey there had been something talking about that in shock. I'm sure there's others they use now, but it was at a car wreck, and so I could tell she was in shock. And I know that I really shouldn't have done this, but Spirit told me to do it, so what the hey. So I took the lid off, and I just took it over when the man turned around to go help the other guy in the car and had her smell it. And within about five minutes, I had her out of shock where she was aware of what was happening, so that, and I thought, gosh, I know things work. But the it happened before yours was very beautiful. And now I think I should always carry three wise men in my car. Now I think about that. It's not a cheap oil, but it's um, extremely worth it. Oils are, um, I usually avoid telling people to put them on their face until they see if they have a sensitivity or not. Blondes and redheads will have a little bit more sensitivity uh, to some oils than uh, people with darker hair and that, a darker skin and that. So it's really, like I said, I always do a little tester of every single kind every time I use it. Well, not every time I use it, but first time I use anything on the wrist. And then I just give it a few minutes. If you have a reaction, you're going to have it within the first five minutes usually. You know, and, and then, like I said, the first thing I would do is I would, I would get more alkaline. Yes. Um, 
I, I feel like I just got a crash course in essential oils. Thank you. Because I good. Um, well, I could go on about oils forever. They're one of my passions. Like I used to be a lecturer for a young living and then when the FDA got involved and they wanted our oils because they were working. So we all have to be careful about our oils too, but I'll share any time with anybody about oils. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. You know, you mentioned um, about how there are, you know, certain groups in our population that have um, like lower energies because of maybe systemic injustice and oppression. Right. And I'm wondering, you know, if, if that can cause whole groups of people to have lower energies, like what can we do? You know, like I consider myself as a, you know, heteronormative white woman from, you know, the upper middle class background is like a person of privilege. Um, what can I do to like maybe reverse that and help raise other people's energy? Um, I can't, you know, that's an excellent question. Thank you so very much. Yeah. That's an excellent question. So, um, one of the things is as all of us as a group that are in a higher energy in that our thing mainly is to, um, I personally, every day, send energy out to others, but we find projects that we can do to help people. Right now, I'm very passionate about helping with Spread the Love campaign. I've, I've, been, I've been passionate about that for a while, helping homeless, and, and right now, I understand there's a gathering going on to send things to uh, the reservation, because Wind River's getting hit. In Wyoming, the most deaths have been on Wind River. They just don't get the medical supplies, the attention, or even the news about themselves. All reservations are getting hit hard. But another thing we do is out of kindness, what acts of kindness, no matter what they act like, when people are being mean and rude and that, you don't play. You can't dance if the other partner's not going to dance with you. It infuriates them more, so I guess you win if you want to win. But the main thing is you're not going to lower. You cannot. Your responsibility is to not allow them to bring your frequency down. Your responsibility to even help them because it doesn't go good on their karmatic chart to bring somebody else down. Our job is to uplift them no matter how hard it is, how mean they are, how ugly they are. And there's some, I had this cowboy, I had my gloves on because I do wear gloves in certain circumstances. I'm high risk. I got asthma and I had pneumonia three times. So, you know, that puts me, okay, and my age, so screw that stuff. And so uh, my guy's like, tell it all. Uh, and this guy looked at me and rolled his eyes and started laughing. And I thought, you know, you know, I'm not going to play. I just sent love and light to him. And then he kind of came back around and says, you know, you're the kind of person that's just trying to make everybody scared so none of us can get back to our life. And I just looked at him. I thought, oh, boy, could I spank you. But I didn't. I said, most respectfully, sir, I'm one of the people that could die from the virus. And I believe in science and education and not in scary bull because it's upset your life. I'm sorry if your life is, is in disharmony because of this. And then I couldn't help myself. Then I said, I said, but you know what? This would have all been over a few weeks ago if everybody like you would settle down and act more like me. I said, have a nice day. And I walked away and he mumbled something, but I don't really care. It's none of my business what he said or how he feels about me. But I thought, well, if you, want a spanking and you're coming to me for it. Here I am. So it's really, you know, I was kind, but I also was pretty direct, you know, about it. I wanted to end the conversation and I knew I had the ability to do that. It's hard. But the other thing is, is not letting them in your energy field. And if they're continuously negative all the time, maybe you need to do some rearranging of your friendship garden. Because here's what my guides show me. 
we're tribal beings. So you have your intimate inner tribe, which may be just one or two people because they're the ones you trust with your life. You trust with your deepest secrets, knowing that even if you're never friends again, they have the integrity never to use it against you. Then it's your friend circle. Those are the ones that you love and you share things with and you do things with and for and you care about each other. Then there's a community circle, which we're all supposed to be involved in, something for your community. Then there's a world circle. There's no country, no state, no religion. It's because we're all humans and we're all supposed to be involved in the world circle. Right now, some of our friendships, our gardens, our 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 tribes are being rearranged. Maybe somebody in my friend tribe is always there when they need something, never there for me. And the cup's always half empty instead of half full. And it's partly cloudy instead of partly sunny. I'm going to put them in the community tribe for a while. It's okay to do that without guilt. Guilt is a man-made thing. It doesn't exist unless you want to play in it. And I, I was raised on guilt. It took a long time for me to not be controlled by people with guilt. I mean, I was a sucker for it kick me, you know, and now no way, no way. So it's really the best thing we can do is serve them in any way we can help educate them in any way we can send energy to them, but not play with them, not play, not, not interact. Just, you know, it's better to walk away or thanks for your opinion. Cause an opinion is judgment. Unless you've been there, done that, know it. Like somebody wants to tell me about someone. No, 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 no. If it's negative, no. Your relationship with them is nothing to do with me. Mine could be totally different. So no thank you. So it's, yeah, it's really energy work. There's a lot of Reiki masters that are sending energy to these people. It's, um, it's, it's a division of that. You know, in the Bible, it talks about, you know, how Moses divided the sea. And we always thought it was about crossing it to get to the other side. That's not what it's about. It's about this side of the sea is those that are not becoming enlightened. The middle of the sea is us going from the fifth to the sixth dimension. And then this side of the sea of us that are enlightened. There's a division that's kind of happening energetically. And I don't know exactly how it's all going to play out, but I know that it's one night I had a dream and it felt so real that, that when this all happens, we're going to be like spirit where, you know, most people can't see them, but we know they're there and feel them and spirit can see us and interact among us. And they're going to be like, we are now just still in the same spot that we're going to, um, which would be cool because does that mean we can hologram and do all the things they do? That would be awesome. And so, another thing y'all need to know is all your ancestors are here to help you. Only call in the ones of light because we got naughty ones too. Most of them are good now though. They're here to help. No one can help you without your permission, not your guide, not your two angels, not your five. They call themselves your council, five are behind you. Everyone in your particular crew has never been on this planet since you have because they've been in the spirit realm working for you. Maybe you did that for them when they had a human experience. The two angels you have are only, they're only, would ever speak to me because you're allowing them. They're only about you, only about you. They have no judgment. So no matter what horrible things you do, they just love you. They're here to fulfill your every, every, every thought. We have gotten so busy in this world. We got random thoughts all over the doggone place. You know, I'd tell everybody, take a couple of hours this weekend and go play pretend with your kids. What is their fantasy world? Really get into it. See how fun it is. See how it raises your frequency. Like with girls, I would just throw a, a sheet over the card table and we'd have a castle, you know. And with boys, I guess it'd be car ramps or something. I, I've got a grandson now. I got to get more educated here. Oh, boys. But uh, they're so different. <laughs> That's all I keep saying. But it's really a time. Let them guide you back when you're in that pretend imaginary world when you're done that's when you're the closest to your guides that's when you're going to be able to feel them and hear them the most so something they'd like to share with you 
how they speak to you the same way they do me. I do not have a gift that none of you have. I have memory and I've spent my life developing it. That's all. So this is very literal. Any and every, any and every thought you have that you would even go, huh, or where'd that come from? Or, oh, why can't I get this off? My mind is driving me crazy. Or a thought you have that we say you chew on, you know, you have a conversation you think with yourself about or that you argue with are not your thoughts. You don't argue with every thought you have. You don't question every thought you have. You don't go, huh. You only do that to incoming messages, things you read, hear, or see, incoming messages. So every morning when you wake up before you open your eyes, because opening your eyes is a conscious thought, don't open your eyes. That's when you talk to your guides. That's when you give gratitude, you catch yourself arguing with them. Then when you do catch yourself, immediately stop. And whatever that thought is that you're arguing with or giving thought to or whatever, do it. And, and the more that you do that, the less you're arguing, the more you'll be totally connected to spirit. And if you think that thought's crazy, that's exactly when you should do it. Because even if you have crazy thoughts, you don't think they are. So that shows you right there, it's not yours. They're guiding you every step of the way. And the very first thought you have to every new subject is them giving you an answer. Every thought you have after that is you altering it or changing it or arguing with it. Or, you know how sometimes people say, well, I want to say or I feel. You should just say, I know. Because when you say those things, it, it feels so true to you, but it really isn't yours. You're right. It's not. It came from spirit. Or, you know, when you have an epitome. Come on, guys. Where do you think that came from? We use a tenth. I'd like to say I use an 11th. We use a 10th of our brain, a 10th. I'm obsessed with the brain. I'm even taking this free Harvard College course on the brain right now. I'm just obsessed with our brains. A 10th, that other 9 tenths is all your truth, all your power, all your wonderness, all your awareness. Every morning when I wake up before I open my eyes, I give gratitude that I access full, that I have full access of my brain. Every morning, one of these mornings, they're going to say, okay, give it to her. It's time because all my needs are met, you know, give it to her. The more that you, and you know, if you watch your kids, they don't question it. They go with it. We think they're crazy and they go with it. They, they haven't been trained to question that thought. Like I had a friend whose little girl, they were going to Disneyland all of a sudden the day of it. She didn't want to go. She was afraid. She wasn't going to get on the plane. She didn't want to go. She was afraid that plane crashed. It was a small private plane. They were going to go with some friends. Everybody died. They didn't go because their daughter threw a hissy fit. And I said to him, I says, uh, I think from now on, if your daughter says once I don't want to go to somewhere she really wants to go, that you should say, okay, we're not going right now. They went another time, like another year, because it just wasn't appropriate that year. But that little girl knew that it wasn't her time to go or that it wasn't her parents' time to go. Everybody else felt good about going. You know, my friend tried to have guilt about it. And I go, why? It was their time. It wasn't yours. They had the choice. So your kids have... You know, they're a good, they have a good GPS system. We just don't always wait. To, and then sometimes, you know, they just get so having so much fun in their human body. They don't have one at all. <laughs> they get crazy, but it's really, um, it's a good time to watch their example of things. They're navigating through this energy too. One of the things I realized doing energy work, or you guys might realize it with anything you do, because everything's energy. It's so much powerful, so much faster. I'm thinking, is it because the earth is quiet and it can just navigate across the, like sailing across the sea or something? You know, there's for some reason, and because it's energy going up as it is, but it seems more powerful than it's ever been, for me anyway, for my experiences. 
questions, anybody? Statements, thoughts? I just, I wanted to ask you guys, have you had any experiences like that with your kids saying things and then it like coming true and yeah. intuiting things? I, I mean, I know we have, I just like, I wonder if you guys have picked up on that at all. No one. I'm sure you have. You just probably can't think of it at the moment. I love being with my little goddaughter, Rosalie, because she just, oh, the thing she says blows me away. My son, when my sister-in-law was first pregnant, she hadn't told anyone. And my son looked at her and goes, <sighs> and like pointed at her stomach. It was like, baby. And he was like, I love it. I think he was two or three at the time. He's really young. He just knew. Like, you know, they always know if there's a brother or sister coming too, because they'll start asking for him. Yeah. My girlfriend, she, her husband was fixed, and the little boy just kept saying his brother needed to come, and she got pregnant. And the husband was freaked out at first, like it wasn't his because he was fixed. Well, it was his, 100%. And it doesn't matter if you're fixed or not. That spirit needs to get here. It's going to get here. You know, and that little boy's just a joy of their life. And the brother's so happy. And the brother got to name him because they want to name him Charles or something. The brother said his name is David. And this little guy loves the name David. His middle name is Charles. They switched it around. And, and I mean, this little boy promised his brother he was going to help him get here. I just know he did. And they thought they were done. He even went and got fixed. They didn't think they wanted more kids. And you know what? This little boy brings that whole family joy. Like he's a joystick in the family you know, and, and they're so glad they had him. And the wife was talking about maybe he should reverse his vasectomy, but he's like, Oh, Hey, no, <laughs> well, he's not the word he used, but yeah. <laughs> so they know, they know these things. They just like a child is born. And let's say that you never told him who grandpa was, but the picture's sitting on the counter of grandpa. And one day he may just look at it and go, Bapa or, or grandpa or something like that. And you'll go, oh my God, oh my God. Well, because grandpa's still with me and he's showing himself in a human form apparently to him or says, that's me. I mean, if you sometimes we don't even get it, but kids are even get that they're pointing at it and trying to say something. But those little things are their awareness that the veil hasn't totally gotten thick for them yet. Or hopefully never, but yeah think for them yet so I'm sure everybody's had an experience and later you'll go oh yeah or oh or or else you'll get one <laughs> indeed the more that you can allow your child to show you who they are instead of having them be who you think they are the better like my daughter right now um you know growing up we offered her everything there's no sport she can't do there's no athletic thing she can't do um which was really great in college because she'd go, go with any group of people and do things. And she was an ornithologist. And then a guy, she ended up getting married, but she was not going to do till her master's. And he lives in Seattle. So she didn't have the master's she wanted. So she got a master's in urban environmental education. Well, now she's going for another master's to be a high school teacher in science. And I'm like, if you would have told me five years ago, my daughter was going to be a teacher, I would have laughed. I would have just laughed so hard. And I'm like, why high school? Why not a professor? And she goes, I want to get their brains before they go to college. I'm like, dang, you know, I just, my chest is all puffed out, <laughs> you know? So, but so you never know that you never know. You just offer them everything they want and let them pick. They know, like somebody said to me, oh, well, Oh, was mad at us because we weren't putting our daughter not art school because she's an amazing artist, which you would have seen if this thing was on. But um, 
were like, you know, you can't make a living as an artist. My husband, a musician, said that. But she wanted that. But she she mixed it in with her ornithology. Like her thesis was she did a drawing of every single kind of bird and that. And some lady bought it for her museum in New York and bought almost all of her stuff. Before I got to see it, that was, I had to go through a little bit of a human emotion over that, you know, like feeling kind of mad and sad and sorry for myself. And instead of the joy of my daughter sold these to some famous person and she's going to be on the TV with him. I got over it, but uh, wow. I really realized, wow. You know, somehow I believed it. So mom, I should have seen him first. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, she found a way to mix those. You never know what they know better than us, what path they're supposed to take. You know, I feel sorry for Asian children because so many that you got to be doctor, you got to be us and you got to be my grandson, his mom is, is Chinese, very driven. Like she makes six figures a year, just very driven. And he was here and saw Peter. It was in the winter. So, you know, Peter's tram jam. And then he had, we went to see him play jazz and different things. And my grandson looks at him and goes, so you're okay with not being famous? And grandpa says to him, well, yeah, you know, this is what I do. And, and I, I write a lot of music. People like it. And he just couldn't believe that which made me so sad and I'm glad we got to kind of put that in that you could just choose what you want to be and not have to pick something just to be really successful that just made me sad I don't want to ever go against what his mom says but we're going to offer him other food on the table to think about for when he grows up you know like some people just are what they do you know yeah yeah hey Kathy um yes. you know I think we're coming up on about the time right. when Folks may be having to um, log off and, and get back into the um, world of kids and whatnot. Um, I think you'd mentioned that you had a um, heart meditation that you wanted to share. Yes, we could do that. Also, um, I have a website that has some of my podcasts and that on it. It's sacredmessagesjh.com. Sacredmessagesjh.com. So um, with this... Um, we're going to get in a really comfortable position. Just get yourself as comfortable as you can. We're going to keep our eyes closed. And we're just, for me, I put my hand on my heart so that that's how I am. If I'm breathing into my heart, I put my hand there. So I'm kind of directing it right to my heart. We're going to take long, but normal, deep breaths into the heart and then just let it out. And uh, so we're going to start now with the eyes closed and just... Long, deep breaths right into your heart. Just keep your hand there. Just keep breathing. Long, deep breaths. And as we go, we're going to reach a place where you're going to feel just this little bit of an energy shift. A good one. Just a little one. You'll feel it. Just in and out. We're just centering ourselves, bringing ourselves right to our heart, breathing into our heart. And now I want you to think of something that makes you feel compassion, that puts a smile on your face, whatever comes to your mind first. And you think of that, and now you're going to breathe compassion into your heart. Keeping that thought in your mind, feeling that compassion, smile on your face if that's what it brings. And you're just going to breathe that compassion right into your heart. <sighs> Just filling your heart up with this compassion. 
once again you're going to feel that shift another little shift of energy another little calmness kind of a shift of love now this next one even if it makes you cry you keep your eyes closed because sometimes it does you're going to tell yourself that this compassion that you're continuing to breathe into that heart is for you, just you. Breathe in this compassion that's just for you. Right into your heart. Right now, it's just for you, this compassion, because you deserve it. Now we're going to ask this compassion to go to every single cell in our body. It's going to go to our heads, our neck, keeping breathing it in, our shoulders, our arms, our hands, down into our trunk, our thighs, our legs, our feet. Breathing this compassion in, sending it to all our cells. You may feel tickly here or something there. It's just the cells waking up. Feeling all the cells in your body with compassion. Let's send them to the brain. Get all the cells in the brain to have that compassion for you. Just for you. Those cells start dancing. Now while we're doing this, we're going to call in the Ascended Masters. Everyone in your own mind, just ask the Ascended Masters to come in. You'll feel once again that little shift of energy when they arrive. Then I'd like you to beckon them, beckon them to come closer. Come closer. Still have compassion. Now let's ask the angelic realm. Let's invite them in. And please come a little closer. We're so grateful. We invite the angelic realm to come closer. To feel their love, this compassion that's going to every cell in our body. I'd like to invite in the light workers, the healing light workers. We'd invite them to come a little closer. Let us feel your beautiful energy. Oh, as we breathe that compassion in, our cells are feeling this, they're vibrating. Now we would like to call in our ancestors to hold space at all times for us. And we'd like to invite them to please thank you so much for coming closer, allowing us to feel your presence, to feel the protection, to feel strong, to feel the compassion. And now I can choose someone or someones or something to send compassion to. And the angelic realm will deliver this for you. So right now, keep breathing that compassion. But think of something, the earth, elephants, your best friend, mom, dad. And every day you can send it somewhere different. Right now, find somewhere to send that. You can send it to yourself. You can send it right back.
When you're ready, you're just going to take three deep breaths in and out of your mouth and bring it kind of back into your body. Ah, <laughs> you all should have warm hands, and I wish you could see that I'm giving you prayer hands. Now, every morning you can do this, but every morning you don't have to call everyone in. They're there immediately the minute you start your heart breath. Ascended masters, everyone, if you want to invite someone else in, and you don't have to send it to anyone or anything every day, but it's part of when you ask me what we can do, this is part of it. We raise that energy. I've had, when I was on the other side, that's the whole great story itself. One of the many things I was shown was um, this chamber. And, and in it, these, these lights come up. These like lights. And some weren't as strong. Some were strong. And I go, what are those? And they said, they're prayers. And I go, well, what are those big ones? Oh, the prayer children. They haven't been taught not to believe. I'll never forget that. And the weak ones were those who were like, maybe didn't believe in God, but they're falling off a cliff. And so they suddenly scream for help. I was also shown this like stadium. I, I'm just trying to put heavenly things into earthly words. And everyone in there had these beautiful white gowns. And, and one of them was filled with children, the other with adults. And I, I saw that they could rotate. And I said, what are these? Because there would be this like giant bubble or something of energy. I wasn't sure. And then it would go up and go with these other beings. I, and and I says, what is happening? And they said, oh, that's the energy that you do for us on earth. And we take it to the appropriate places on earth. So when we do this, from what I saw, it goes to like this, this stadium kind of thing, more Roman looking. And the energy by the angels is taken around the world and taken where it's needed the very most. So even when you do it for yourself, you don't have to direct it to someone. It's always taken like for a while, I could always see that it was going to the women in Saudi Arabia. You know, and now they can drive cars. And uh, so that's one of the ways you can do it, you know, is we're, we don't know who it's going to, but we know they need it. We can do it for ourselves. Too. And, you know, I've watched kids. They'll be with their parents when we're doing this. They got their hand on their heart. And I don't know what they're thinking or whatever, but light has just come out of them. And, and they're doing their breathing. And, you know, you don't need to direct them as much. I mean, they'll listen, but they'll, they'll go to their own space. And um, I don't know why, and I hope it's okay for me to do this public, but Mara, Mara Hayden, your guide says you have to know what its name is. Am I allowed to tell you? Sure. <laughs> your guide's name is Jason. He's on your left side. He's a male, which means you probably get along pretty good with men. You can shoot the bull or you hate him, one of the two. But I don't know why you're supposed to know his name. There's something that you need to know. Uh, you know. <laughs> He's your, he's your, he's your manservant. Honest to God, they don't get their feelings hurt. They want to know what you want. I command you today to do this. Thank you for taking care of that. You know, really, that's how you talk to them because they want directly to know what you want. They don't get their feelings hurt or tone of voice. None of that matters to them. You know, I've noticed that in texting, you know, we all put our own twist on the tone of voice that person's using. That's why I tell you, I don't really like texting so much, but I do it. But uh, anyway, thank you for letting me tell you. I was just getting tapped on the shoulder so hard and I don't normally do that in public. And they'll never tell me that name again. They, this is very serious. So write it down. Don't forget. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you for allowing me to do that. <laughs>
Sure. <laughs> right. As you were talking, Kathy, it just like made me think, Heather, of the people spread love, the work that you do with people spread love. Like, oh, yeah, spread the love. The mm. incarnation of that stadium she was talking about. And <sighs> how beautiful that is, like the work that you're doing and that you've like helped other people do to raise the vibration and to send love. And now we're all doing that. Now we're all going to do that. Now we're all doing it. You know, it's like, I bet when I go home, I'll be in that stadium. You know, I'm not going for a long time. I got so much to do, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there were so many beautiful things shown to me there that I used to be afraid of death. If I'm going to be afraid of anything, it's earth. I'm not afraid of death whatsoever. And the one reason none of us remember it is we'd all be shooting ourselves to get back there. But we came here on a mission and it's very important to us when we leave here that we've accomplished it. When I had my death experience, I hadn't done a single thing on this planet I came to do. How extremely disappointed I would have been. I got a second chance, so I'm not messing up this time. I kind of got to cheat. I know why I'm here and what I'm supposed to do. I get that I cheated, so it makes it a little easier. It doesn't make it easier to always get it done. But um, I, I got to raise my daughters. I got a second chance. I'm, I'm not going to blow it. Hey, Kathy. Uh, yes. Do you remember giving helping me give free hugs on town square oh you're heather oh yes i do i had so much fun that was the best it now, was so much fun so we're gonna have to be creative this time because we're not giving out free hugs we're gonna give out like i don't know what like i'm hugging you with my eyes or like air hugs or whatever that yeah like, or bow you know respectfully bow people really need a lot of like I feel like right now people are way more guarded, rightfully so, right? Um, right, and they're going to come out of it that way, I'm afraid, so. Yeah, but I, I think, you know, we can connect in different ways. We can. Let's touch, all come up with something. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love your insight maybe down the road when summer comes around because I have right. all these free hug signs and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay, I'm going to have to redo those. Or if they have to join me or something. I'll ask my mm -hmm. guides what we should do, what people accept the most and see what they tell me. But I'm in. I just, oh, I, I was so excited to see you there and so excited you let me help. And I know I was kind of racing around, just I was running around the crowd, making them <laughs> hug them. But um, <laughs> most people want it, but they don't want to ask for it. Or there some people... I realize don't want to hug because they don't want to break down. You know what I mean? Like they, they've been so guarded for so long that they aren't going to let you, they're not going to let you in because it, it could break them. They got to be tough. They got to be strong. I mean, when I moved here, you know, uh, I'm different than everybody else. And I wasn't, I mean, you know, I love skiing and I love all those things, but I wasn't jumping on mountains or doing triple whatever and that. And I married like an, a man that really does all those things and immediately thrown into the ski bum world where everybody's rawr. And I'm kind of a gentle little thing. I'm, I'm more wah wah if it comes to anything like that. But you know what? I just stayed who I was and I worked hard. And now all those big old gnarly guys, they kind of wait for me to come up and hug them. Sometimes I'll even, like Pal is one of them, or even give me a hug theirself. And I thought, you know, persistence, it takes a lot of persistence. But um, I'm just my own person in that world. I, I didn't try to be anything else. But boy, I thought, these people are all so close. I'm going to, oh, it is dumping out here. Giant, oh, it's my favorite kind. It's giant flakes. Oh, I wish you could see it. I got to figure this out. I got to call my man, my, my man that knows about computers because it isn't me. 
but I guess, you know what, everything has a reason. So there's some reason I wasn't supposed to be seen and only heard today, but uh, it's interesting to do thank it Thank you, Kathy. Oh, thank you. And thank you for doing thank the you. hug thing. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Kathy. We really appreciate it. Does anybody have any questions or like want to say anything else before we close things out? Hi, Elisa. Sorry. I had oh, one ahead. thing to say. Sorry. Just, and it goes back to something we were saying a long time ago. We don't have to come back to it, but just, uh, because we're talking about just singing and how that, um, can be very like healing or, you know, gather energy through it. And, um, one thing we were also talking about frozen and I know Chris has heard me talk about frozen too, and how we get through our days because of the songs from frozen too. Um, but another thing that it's done is my son has a speech delay and he's never really sung. So he's almost five. And it was one of those things where we would sing songs, but he didn't sing with me. And now he sings all the songs to Frozen 2. <laughs> and so oh, I love this. That has happened just during this quarantine phase. You know, it's been six weeks, we just counted, that we've all been home. Um, and just one of those kind of real joyful things that now I'll hear him singing in his room and songing so much to me. And just for oh, that to come and to come out of Frozen 2 of all things. But it's like, I swear that movie was brought to us when it, we needed it. I, I swear this guy that's doing these movies, I just love him so much. And that is such a beautiful story. And see the, another beautiful thing that came out of this quarantine. Yeah. See, if sure. we look at all the beautiful things, you know, the animals are so happy. The earth is happy. And, oh, I love these giant snowflakes like this. I, all right, my goal tonight is to see Frozen 2. I, I don't know these new songs. They're just as good as the Let It Go, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I think... Just having heard from you for the last hour and a half, I think you will quite enjoy it. <laughs> I can't. There's some messages just, there you'll enjoy. You yeah. know, my husband's a singer, and I believe he's a, an, an amazing and excellent singer-songwriter, but he stutters. He's a stutterer. He used to be a very severe one, but um, he was blessed enough to have parents that could send him anywhere in the world to work on it. And the South, he never stutters. When everybody talks really fast, and here he's married to me. <laughs> what a challenge. <laughs> I, I do it for both of us. You have a little one there, huh? I do. I was gonna say I just realized I wasn't muted and he's talking to me about whatever he's watching on his Oh hi. Can I, I hi? See you. Can I see him? Can you turn over and say hi? Hi, you can't see me. Oh, aren't you darling? Red hair? Oh, I love it. Hi. <laughs> oh, he's darling. Oh, just give me your kids, everybody, okay? <laughs> your kids. <laughs> They're the best, you know, they're so pure and so they're so much more intelligent than us about spiritual things. We have to teach them how to survive on this planet, you know, how to do human stuff. It's been an honor to serve each and every one of you. Is there any other, anything about anything? No. All right. Well, thank you all for spending the afternoon with me. I've, I've been honored. If I can ever be of service, please let me know. Heather, I'll figure out what we're going to do. I'll help on the air hugs or whatever. We'll come up with something. <laughs> that is Thank you. great. Something. Thank you so much, Kathy. And you know, when we're at a point where we can meet in person again, we'd love to have you join us then too. Oh, I'd love that. Then the first thing we're going to do is just a hug, 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 hug. <laughs> I've got some hugs to make up for. Yeah. Yay. I would be honored. Awesome. All, right. All of you manifest because you're the boss. Manifest the rest of your day to be fabulous. Yay. Thank you. Sounds great. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.